1: Welcome to Wheels Off, a show about the messy reality of the creative life. I'm Rhett Miller. That's when it got wheels off. Devin Gilfillian, great songwriter, incredible performer, fantastic singer, sweetheart of a guy. I'm so glad I got to speak with him when the old 97s played with him mm, about a year ago now. I was blown away. I'd heard about him and heard his stuff, but to see him live, and this is the case with so many of my favorite artists, to see him live is really just uh, an eye-opening experience and really makes you appreciate the depth of his talent. Uh, Devin has gotten a lot of love from radio and the recording academy and rightly so he's the real deal he joined me to talk about his new record that i think y'all are gonna love it's called love you anyway just came out a couple of months ago and he's out hitting the road pretty hard and his joy and his excitement and his enthusiasm are infectious, and they come through very much in this interview. I'm really glad I got to speak with Devin, and I think you're going to love listening to our conversation. Please welcome to Wheels Off the great Devin Gilfillian. Welcome to Wheels Off, Devin Gilfillian. Thank you so much for joining me. It's so good to be here, Rhett. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you. Uh, For the edification of our listeners, from where are you logging in?
0: I'm in, I'm like basically Nashville, Tennessee. I'm in Madison. It's like, you know, a little small town, like kind of above East Nashville, but it's Nashville. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's. I grew up in Dallas, which is I, we we played together there not too long ago. When Dallas yeah. is that thing where all the towns that used to be outside of Dallas are now just parts of
0: Dallas. I feel like Nashville is doing the same thing. Abs- absolutely, and Nashville's easy. It's so it's so convenient. It's so small too. Like I'm 20 minutes from downtown. You know, and and you know when I was when I'm when I was uh, in uh, Philly, like I grew up outside Philly. Like twenty minutes outside of Philly, you know, but I still I wouldn't claim there's a difference there. Like I wouldn't claim Philly because, like, you're either if you live in Philly, there's a difference in in like, you know, the, the suburb, the vibe that you bring in the suburb. But here in Nashville, like Madison, like you're you're a Nashvilleian.
1: How long have you lived there,
0: Nashville area? I, I've been here ten years,
1: about wow. ten years now. Well, you so you've watched the transformation of nashville
0: i have i have and it's 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 crazy i mean i go on tour i leave for you know a couple weeks and then i come back and there's like a new building that i haven't that i haven't seen but like over 10 years it's it's truly it's it's grown and in good great ways and you know and but also kind of scary ways too where i'm like you know i don't want it to grow too fast where artists can't move here and afford to live here you know yeah. and that's the that's that's when it gets a little little worrisome you know
1: um congrats on the new album it's great are you got to be excited that it's out
0: i'm i'm so i'm i'm, I'm so like you know what? you know how it is when you, you you know you're waiting for your song baby to get out into the world and then She's finally out, and, and it's it's just it's a great feeling. It's 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 beautiful, like getting to get reactions from people and and hear it on the radio, and you know that's that's the it's it's amazing, it really is. I'm always fascinated by how people deal with the interim
1: between uh, something being in the can, mixed, finished. You can't mess with it anymore, and then it finally gets released. That's four to six month window or whatever it is. How do you deal with that? Is it are you a
0: wreck? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm mostly excited. I I like, I definitely am a little stressed out. Like it's definitely the most stressful period. I feel like in that, in that moment, because you're just like, like, I feel like after you, after everything's done and released and you know, the music videos are out and all the things, you know, that that's when you're like, you're just like, listen, I'm done. Like, this is (laughs) like, you can have. It's it's yours it's on your plate like enjoy it like we're not you know <laughs> It's funny I I I think you're such a great performer
1: and I love watching you perform but I know there's a couple of sides to what we do there's the songwriter recording like the the more creative element and then there's the more performative element do you do you feel like those are very separate or do they feel like they're just parts of the same job
0: You know I mean they're, they're definitely parts of the same job, but, but they are different in, you know, like the, the songwriting process, the, the creation process, like in the studio is such a, like, it's, that's, that's like the, for you, like, that is, it's for you in a different way than the, that the performance part is is also for you but it's it's mostly for the people you know it's for it's it's to show the people to share this thing that you know was for you with everyone else and and in order for you know that you know for it there to be a thing to share with everyone else you have to that you know that that writing process the creation process has to be so like honest, you know, and that's that's what that's why like people when you perform your songs, like, you know, they can tell, like, oh man, like this, this guy, this girl, whoever, this artist, like they, they were in, they were in their room, like really like just digging into themselves, like really reflecting and really going and you know, going in and 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 I can feel that. And so they're connected, of course, but, but like, but yeah, like, I don't know, like the, the writing, pro- I I do love the writing process, but there's, I'm falling more and more in love with performing, you know, the more I do it, the more, I the more I go out and see other people perform at like insane high levels. And like, I was at Bonnaroo and, and got to see Haley Williams from Paramore. And oh my God, like, wow. Just inspiring, you know?
1: Well, that's the fun part too. And in it, you know, in opposition to all the schlepping. That w- what was it? Roseanne Cash said when I talked to her. She said, they pay you for the 22 and a half hours a day you're not on stage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're we're truckers basically, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Long haul. So you with the new record out and you're out working it and promoting it and all that, do you already have something that you're thinking about a next creative
0: project something that you're working on you know i'm i'm kind of like writing a little bit here and there not not as much um but but i've been i've been like I'm, i've am i been in the well the well-filling stage right now like i haven't i haven't been like i definitely i'm always always pushing in in my brain like you know thinking about what the next sound, what the next vibe is going to be. And, you know, it's, it's, it's always getting a little bit weirder and, and, you know, I, I, have been playing on my SP 404, you know, making some weird drum beats and stuff. So I'm like, man, okay, how, how can I get this into the, you know, like, I'm, I'm I, I'm definitely in, I'm just in play mode right now, right now, you know, just in like, tinker tinker around um but nothing i haven't i haven't gone into serious writing mode yet. yeah yeah but
1: well you're but still yeah. you're still playing with house money you got a new record out you're you're good nobody's expecting <laughs> nobody's harassing you yet
0: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> when's that next kid come oh, when are you gonna have the little brother come and your little sister come it's for your, your record <laughs>
1: When you, do you remember when you were growing up outside Philly, do you remember there being like an epiphany moment for you where you knew it was always going to be music? This was your thing.
0: You know, I, I feel like there were like two little epiphany, epiphany moments. There was one when I was in, I want to say sixth grade and uh, we had to do research on what kind of career we wanted to do when we were kids. And I was like, man, like, I wonder like, I want. I wanted to be like Pharrell, you know. I wanted to. I wanted to be a. a I wanted to make beats. I wanted to be a, a producer, and and so I looked up, you know, what a music producer makes, and it was like forty five thousand dollars a year, and I was like, what? 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 Hold up, man. <laughs> uh, Pharrell definitely makes more than that. Like that can't. That can't be. Are you sure? And 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 then I. I was like, all right, like that's, that's fine, and then. I was 14 and I picked up guitar and and then I I that was, you know, the moment I heard Jimi Hendrix I was like, "Oh my god, like this is the guitar became my path." Like I was like, "I am a guitar player," you know, and and that I wanted to do that. And and I didn't even look at myself as a singer really until like confidently until after after high school and and like at, like in college, when I was singing, accompanying myself on guitar, just singing at bars for like three, four hours doing acoustic cover sets and stuff. And, and you know, kind of like getting just getting more confident as a as a singer. And um, so but but like I would say 14 years old, like when when I heard Jimmy, I was like, this is what I want. Like, I need to learn how to make all these sounds like it somehow. Like, And this is just. I didn't know music could could be like this. And, and then I just I just kept going. I'm I'm all over the place now. You know, there's it's funny when you're a kid. Like I was in high school, just like nothing nothing but classic rock, nothing but Jimi Hendrix, nothing but Zeppelin, nothing but ACDC, not anything that doesn't have guitars is stupid. You know, then <laughs> I, but before that, I was like, hip-hop, you know listening to Pharrell and at the same time I was listening to hip-hop and and like even Kanye and and and, you know before he lost his his whole mind and poor Kanye he's you know listen it's it's sad but anyway um I you know I I, I'm, I'm I'm I love it all though but but yeah 14 was like the I think that was the big epiphany
1: I always think about that—the finding of the voice, like the literal voice, not your metaphorical voice as a writer, but your voice as a singer. And do you go back and listen to early recordings, and you can hear how far you've come? And you, I like sometimes I feel sorry for the kid when
0: I do it, like my own <laughs> self kid. It. I I listen back. Like it's funny. I was like, you know, when you play, sometimes when you're writing, you play uh, voice memo roulette and just. I just like kind of like scrolled all the way back to like like 10 years ago and I listened to like some some voice memos of not and I was like man all right like oh uh, that was not that that bad you know I was like that sounds pretty close to like what I'm what I'm doing now but I've definitely absolutely grown it's funny just listening to how much you've you've grown over the years and thank god we're you know I've grown a little bit at least, you know.
1: (laughs) I I know for me, and I feel like I see this in other people. Sometimes when you start as a singer, you're kind of self-conscious and you're trying to be something you think they want you to be. So, like for instance, when I was in high school, I made a record I sang with a British accent. Embarrassing now, but it's, you know, I thought that's what you're supposed to do. Do you, do you feel like there was a character or something you were trying to portray early on as a singer before you
0: sort of found it for yourself oh absolutely absolutely like I I feel like I I kind of like borrowed little like bits and flavors and things from from so many singers and my dad would you know his North star was Stevie Wonder so I feel like that became my my first north star because he was always playing stevie wonder in the house and so like i was always trying to sing like stevie wonder and then and then you know then there was there's marvin Gaye, and and then you know and then and then there was otis redding and i was like oh my god i love otis and then and then there was like chris cornell and, and eddie vetter and and like i like fell down this pearl jam hallway and 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 then there was like i just like like anyone's voice who I just like thought was cool, or it, like, and now Adele. Like I was like, ooh, Adele. Like her voice is crazy. Like anyone's voice who I was like, man, I like. There's there's this quality that in in their voice that I just love. Like the emotion, the the, the struggle. This like, you know, when I heard that in their voice, I was like, that is honest to me. That's like that's real to me. And and so that I would always. I was always constantly looking for that and i feel like finally i kind of put together you know something uh, put put together my own voice and and uh you know with little bits and pieces and just with with the the machinery i was given you know yeah that's a great i haven't heard somebody put it like that
1: that's a great way to say it you put together your own voice
0: that makes sense yeah yeah you know you just you're we're as as musicians as as artists you know we're just like all the influences that pour you know pour into us and and we are just the machine this is the machine this is the body that we're given this is your voice is the instrument that we were given and and it's it's not going to sound it's the thing it's that's that's the the fingerprint right you know and and if you can make that unique through all all the influences too and do something new with all those all those things and that's that's what's that's what's interesting you know
1: um my impression of you on stage and off stage is that you are intentionally positive like you project this this really strong positivity and i wonder for you because I've never really I've never spoken to someone in the arts or really someone who's a human being but specifically us artist types. Um I've never spoken to anybody that doesn't wrestle with some demons, some voices in your head, uh, negative voices, internally generated obstacles. So I wonder for you when you come up against that kind of stuff, what have you figured out as a strategy for getting past that?
0: Man, you know, I, the I know when, whenever I'm struggling, and and know that I am, am slipping into the darkness, and yeah. <laughs> you know, like I I try to I try to give myself a little bit of grace, and you know, and just be like, yo, you know, I I know I had Taco Bell three days in a row, and 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 I've been waking up at noon and you know it's been you know like, but like like you can get back on on track i think that's the first step i take and then and then i and then i try to do the easiest thing that is productive you know that that day whether it's like make my bed <laughs> you know <laughs> or 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 just eat something healthy for breakfast you know and and try and try as hard as i can can to start start the day off right and if i don't then you know like just try and feed my body what it needs and 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 get rid of get rid of distractions and, and like really get into my body meditate like yoga is is something for me that that saves has saved my back and also my my mind. Um so I I think that's like that's a huge thing. Like get getting into your into your body and 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 just like being present with yourself and and uh and and, and reaching out to some some people that you love too if 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 you're really really in in, in the dark spot, you know. And, and get them over here. Oh, come get get them over with some some ice cream or some, you know whatever. pizza, whatever gets here gets you going.
1: <laughs> it, it's funny, it comes up a lot. this idea that songwriters have to feed off of darkness. like we do better when we're in a bad place if we've gotten our heart broken or 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 worse if we're like struggling with a drug problem. you know the the idea is that from the you talk you talk about classic rock, you know, yeah. growing up for me, I, I thought, oh, "Well, geez, you know, the, you have to live like that to really be a real artist." It seems to me like you sort of feed off of something that's more the opposite, like a really positive kind of energy. I wonder, is that something that you thought about intentionally? If you ever felt like you should, like, should be living a life that's more self-destructive or up-
0: upsetting. Does that make sense? <laughs> I definitely I feel like all of all of my heroes were just self-destructive like I mean that's like you know Jimmy unfortunately yeah like Marvin yeah uh, Bob Marley yeah uh like all like all of my hair so I I've, it, it's crazy like I mean as a kid I'd read so many so many biographies too of 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 you know of Jimmy of of like Led Zeppelin and like, you know all all of, and and it's just like I'm reading that and you're you're like I just like I don't know I don't want to be, I don't want to have to like go through a heroin problem to get to these good songs like I don't <laughs> think that's I don't think that's necessary like especially you know Chili Peppers like reading Anthony Kiedis's like that uh, biography too like I was just like man like nah like no thank you like i i'm good like i might i'll stick to just a little marijuana here and there man that's that's all i need like that's that's all we need here y'all like a little mushrooms like let's just let's just stick to the natural stuff here like and everything in moderation and and also seeing you know like marvin like man like love song, like marvin and bob marley like Love the best love songs ever written. You know some of the best love songs ever written. You know, I, I want, but but like when you look at their lives, it, it's 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 wild. The the relationships there were definitely some some rocky, rocky relationships and stormy and and messed up and abusive and 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 I don't want you know I don't want that to to be. To me, I can't write love songs if I'm an abusive person. And I want my songs to reflect who I am as a human. And, you know, I think that that to me is important. And I want to, you know, I, I also like today, everybody's looking at your whole life. Like everybody sees everything that's going on in your social media. Everyone wants to watch your channel and and like see who you are and 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 like i think it's important if we have this platform to to use it for for good and and i try to be positive but you know i also like keep it real real you know when when it needs to be kept real real and and that's that's i think that's important and uh i don't know it's 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 more fun that way for me well, it's great.
1: I I think you you're about twenty years younger than I am, maybe more. And um, so I feel like my generation straddled the line between those eras. The, where the, you know, the old school classic rock debauchery, and then. And but that, I really uh, do feel like your generation, it's nice. I feel like you're demystifying the the job of the artist, where it doesn't have to. You know, kids don't have to grow up thinking that they got to you know shoot up to write a great song or whatever.
0: So. Oh man. Oh, absolutely. No. Yeah. I, I think that's so important, you know, that, that, you know, what is, what is cool, you know, to people now and, and, and what is, what is cool is to me is, is making the world a better place. And I feel like kids in, in, in the, in the next generations coming up too, are are seeing that and, and saying that like doing drugs and getting, messed up and, and like, like getting over a drug addiction problem, you know, is, is not like, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't give you this metal to be a great artist, like actually trying your best to take care of yourself and so that you can make the world a better place is actually the new cool thing. You know yeah. to do, and I think that I think that's so important to to promote as uh, you know as, as 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 musicians now, as artists now.
1: I love that. Uh, okay, so this is a lot of good wisdom already in here. I wonder if you would try and sort of sum it up. Imagine a twenty one year old version of Devin in today's
0: world. What advice do you think you would give twenty one year old you? Twenty one year old Dev, listen, man stop chasing all the, all the hearts out there. All right. <laughs> Go, just practice, practice more, practice your, your instrument more. And, 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 you know, I, I mean, I think that it, I, don't be scared to say everything that you think is, is right. And don't be scared to be wrong, you know? And, and as far as like, just using so- social media as, 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 as a platform and, you know, using your voice 21, man, 2011, that was, that'd be 2011 right there, Devin, right there. And, and, you know, like Barack was in, in, in uh, office, everything was all good, but bro, listen, it, it's going to get crazy. All right. Like just get ready. <laughs> But it's all right. We're gonna be good. We're gonna be remember, good.
1: Do you remember when we thought like everything was headed in, inexorably in a good direction
0: forever? <laughs> that was, that was so great. It was. Yeah, life was so like wow, oh, wow. Life was so so beautiful when when Barack was in office. It was like man, nothing, <laughs> nothing can stop us now. <laughs> But hey, we're gonna we're gonna fight the power, baby. We're gonna it's keep up. on fighting the powers and get get it working the way we want it to work. Hopefully, it's ups and downs. Going backwards, it's going backwards. But we're 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 gonna we're gonna try and just keep pulling it forwards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Devin, congrats on the new record! I'm so excited for you. I hope that you and I get to play some gigs together soon. And I Same. just I think the world of you, way to go. Thank you so much for joining me on Wheels Off.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Rhett, so much for having me, brother. And, and man, I hope I get to see you soon too, brother. Uh, take nice. take it easy. And, and uh, yeah, I look forward to listening to this episode. Woo! All right. Thank you so much
1: for listening to Wheels Off. Please be sure to rate and review the show on iTunes. That helps us appear higher in the search results and lets other folks know that it's a cool podcast to listen to. Also, as the kids say, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere else that you listen to shows like this so that you never miss an episode. This has been Wheels Off, and I'm Rhett Miller, encouraging you to create every day. Thanks, y'all.